This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, July 13, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Members of Congress may not know much, like how to rein in spending, how to assert their own power against an outsized executive branch, what Americans' tax rates will be in six months. And they certainly don't know what's in the hundreds of pages of legislation that they regularly vote to support. But they do know one thing. American Olympic athletes should be wearing uniforms assembled in the United States. Dan Eikenson, Director of Trade Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, offers his thoughts. So it turns out that the uh, uniforms being worn by U.S. Olympiads in the London Olympics were produced in China. And this has caused all sorts of a backlash, uh, particularly among the political class Uh, Harry Reid suggested that these uniforms should be thrown into a pile and they should be set on fire. Now, I've heard that uh, patriotism is the last bastion of scoundrels, but uh, this is uh, going pretty darn far for Harry Reid. It's a delicious thing for politicians to grab hold of, but as you uh, note in in a blog post, it's as if uh, members of Congress are blissfully unaware of the problems that they themselves are responsible for. Yeah, this is a, it serves as a good uh, distraction. You know, Congress can't uh, rein in spending. They can't address the long-term uh, debt problem that we have. They can't uh, tell us what our tax rates are going to be six months from now. Uh, th- so as a result, they look for scapegoats. Uh, China is always a good scapegoat. And and this issue that coincides with the Olympics makes for great, uh, great political hay. The fact is, most of our clothes come from China, and if not China, from another foreign country. Uh, so what's different about this? I, I think having the uniforms manufactured, basically cut and sewn in China, is quintessentially American. I mean, uh, we design the uniforms here. We brand our clothing here. Uh, we, there, there are so many jobs up and down the apparel production supply chain that exist in the United States, yet we all seem to focus on just the manufacturing element. Uh, Congressman Steve in Israel suggested that uh, it's, it's dumb that, this, that these uniforms were produced in China when we have something like 600,000 uh, manufacturing job vacancies. I'm, I'm not sure what he means by job vacancies. Uh, but if these jobs were, uh, if, if an American company were producing these jobs, if an American company were producing these uniforms, uh, that might provide jobs for a few dozen people for a couple of days. Uh, so I think if Congress were to do its job, uh, tell us when, what our tax rates are going to be next year, give us one extra day of certainty, business would be more inclined to create more jobs from that action uh, than from this, uh, the, this, this rabble-rousing. It's not even very clear when these people suggest that uh, this is un-American, that we shouldn't be doing this. There's nothing but repugnance. There's not an argument. That's right. There's no presentation of any argument about why it is uh, untoward that our athletes will be wearing uh, items manufactured in other countries. And and if it's unpatriotic for them to do it, isn't it unpatriotic for basically everyone else to do the same thing? Sure. And uh, it's, it's unpatriotic of all baseball fans to go to baseball games when the balls are all made in the Dominican Republic. If you watch the development cycle of the industrial base of a country, you start with textiles and then you move on to something else. And at some point, you abandon textiles entirely and move that uh, somewhere else so you can focus on higher order right. production. Yes. And it, 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 
it just, again, defies logic yes. that these people just don't seem to really understand that. Right. Well, uh, yes, uh, the, the early years of our republic into the you know, second century of our republic, uh, we had a big textile industry. We made clothing here. But as we've grown richer, we've moved on to other industries and we've moved into services and we've moved up the value chain. Uh, we can't think of competition as uh, sort of adhering to Ricardo's view of comparative advantage where you have uh, industries producing what they produce best and exchanging surpluses. Uh, to me, comparative advantage is, refers to a segment on the supply chain. And we are on this, these global value chains and we're at the top. We are the entrepreneurs, we are the innovators, we are the branders, the engineers. Uh, the Japanese and the Germans are precision manufacturers. And going down the chain, you get to the, the, the low-end manufacturers, the assemblers. That's where China is. Uh, they're, they're way behind us. We don't want to go back there. We want to stay where we are. Dan Eikenson is Director of Trade Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.